Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's all right. How was how was how was work? I I honestly don't know. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I mean, it's really lonely. <laughs> I bet. Like only Charlie is there, and I feel bad for Charlie. And you know, we keep scaling back and scaling back and scaling back, and until I don't know, man. It's um, you know, I I uh, I had a thing, a theater thing that ended up getting canceled for reasons mm-hmm. I don't even fully all know, and it's just you know, it's just like. I, is it a thing? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like part of me, I get it. Part of part of me goes, I get it. I understand. Like the administrator part of me, which I now am, mm-hmm. and I'm not, that may have been a mistake, um, <laughs> gets it. Like I feel responsible for people who work for the theater, and I feel responsible for you know, what that means and trying to keep the theater open and all that kind of stuff. But then the other part of me uh, just goes, why? (laughs) (laughs) It's a strange thing. I mean, and, 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 you know, all we see right now are like Texas. All we see are numbers going up. Going up. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know, you know, it just seems like we're on the brink of stuff closing down again or, people fighting over stuff closing down again. Right. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like rightfully so. I think there should be some restrictions right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally, you know, think that we should be thinking in that direction. <laughs> if the man baby would just fucking step down. Yeah. I was going to say on a more positive note, fucking Donald Trump lost. He lost. Dude, you lost. You lost. You lost. <laughs> You are the most losingest motherfucker in the history of our country. You fucking lost. You lost. People around the world <laughs> danced in the streets because you lost. Can you imagine being that fucking hated that when you lost your job? The world rejoiced. The world rejoiced. They rang the bells in Paris, Christy. <laughs> And yet, and yet, and yet, being so delusional <laughs> that you see, that you keep saying that you won. And this morning, I got up and I, I asked John. I, I turned like this is the thing I think about first thing in the morning. Now I wake up and I go, "Do you think that he? You think he's trolling us, or do you think he really believes that he won?" I honestly don't know. And it's it's always been for the last four years or five years, however long we've had to deal with this shit stain. Um, it's like, uh, I never know. Like, does he actually believe the things he says? Or I know I've seen some people who are well more in the know than I am argue that this is just one more in a long line of, of ways for him to keep raising money. <laughs> Okay, but he's only raised eight thousand. Did you see that? Like he's he's and the, and the idiots who are sending him money. Like it's not going to to anything. It's going to him. Going to him, and um, it's just it's embarrassing it's- and shameful, and of like so on brand for him. He's such right. A- fucking baby he's such a fucking slime ball he didn't even want the job he doesn't even want the job he just cannot handle or admit that he fucking lost right and by the way i mean not to tell you you already know it wasn't really that close (laughs) no no i mean it's like joe biden is already like the most winningest in history more votes than anybody um, the Electoral College wasn't even that close. It just got counted weird. Yeah. Um, which everyone kept saying it would. You know, they were like, hey, the mail-in's going to make it different. We might not know the winner on Tuesday. They said, right, we all knew that. And then when it didn't, we didn't know the winner on Tuesday, everyone was like, there's fraud. It's crazy. I went to sleep and I was winning and I woke up and now I'm losing. Yeah, because they <laughs> fucking counted, dude. I, I, you know, Stop this, the count. No, keep counting. You know, Stop keep the counting. Count. It's like, this is toddler shit. It is. 
it does like I know you've also you've also been through this. I don't know if it was the same situation. I mean, I, I, I imagine it was a different situation for you, but I did this morning. I did wake up and go, why am I suffering so much like PTSD? Like, why am I? Why am I suffering such anxiety over this? Like, it's done. It's right. done. It's. Sure. I mean, come January 20th, it's going to be done. Right. I, I understand that. But, like, I'm suffering anxiety. Like, I get, I get worried, and I suddenly am, like, in this weird funk. And I realized that this feels exactly like when I was trying to get a divorce. <laughs> and my fucking asshole of an ex-husband... <laughs> kept trying to gaslight me like he I kept I was I was like we're done like I don't want to be married to you anymore pretty clear statement (laughs) we need to get a divorce I am I am filing like I had said those words let me go Mm -hmm. right before I pick up a butcher knife or something right and he was all like he literally was like you're just being dramatic You're just being dramatic. <laughs> this this can work out. This can work out. It just we just need to go back to the way things were before. Okay. Like he literally said those things to me. Mm-hmm. And then for 2 seconds I was like, "Well, let's go to counseling." Oh okay, man. Okay, yeah. let's do counseling. And he was like, "There's nothing wrong with me. You need to go to counseling." <laughs> of course. Yep, it's all on you. It's all on me. <laughs> Go fix it. And that I, I really believe that that's why I'm suffering such anxiety because it, it feels like I'm going through this fucking divorce. No, I, that's a fucking great analogy. Uh, um, oh, man. I also think part of it is how, you know, you know, I've been watching way too much news and during the election week stayed up like all the time and but it is like this like reminder even i know like your best friend dan rather who right he's uh, my best friend now <laughs> who he retweeted ret- you he retweeted my tweet so you know, we're best friends he is someone who has is been around for a, i mean a lot m- more of this than we have and, and yeah. you and i are by no means like this is my first election no, no. we've seen a lot but he's been around and covered so many uh presidents and to see a guy like Dan Rather day in and day out just say, I've never seen anything like this. Right. Is is just a reminder of how batshit crazy this is. Right. And, and if right. Hillary, they started giving Hillary Clinton shit like after a, a day she hadn't yet conceded when it was still up in the air. And people went nuts. We're, dude, we're approaching tomorrow is a week since it's been <laughs> called and over a week since we all knew it was done. Like, right. And this fucker, it, I mean, it's crazy. And meanwhile, people are just fucking dying yeah. from this virus. That 100, he'll- yeah, 130 people, 130 of his Secret Service detail are walking around with COVID. Which, which is insane. I, I, I it, it, And I think that's... Like, yeah, the divorce analogy is perfect. And it's also this, like, every day for years. Look, and I know a lot of presidents are shitty and all that. I'm not even saying that. But, like, every day we have been confronted with something that would have ended anyone else's fucking career on a daily basis. Right. And it just... Keep and I mean, it's like, going. and he's a fucking ass clown. So like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Like he, he's a reality TV star and he's an ass clown that shits in his pants every day. Mm-hmm. I totally, I understand. But his cronies, yeah, like the, man. The, 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 the other people in the Republican party who are just like supporting him yeah. who are like, no, wow, there's fraud. And like, we need to have the count. It's like, what? Yeah, it's it's just insane. And it's like for this guy, this is the guy. This it's, is the guy that you're going to die on the hill for? As long as I live, however that long that may be. I hope at least for, you know, a while. A um, while? I, I will I will never understand it. I will never <laughs> understand. No. This fucking guy mm-hmm. with his stupid orange makeup and his ridiculous fucking this wig guy. that I like I <laughs> 
It's fucking baffling, man. It's baffling. <laughs> I yeah. I, I I wonder if it's for them if it's like, well, you know, we we supported him and, and now we're we have to save face. And it's like it's worse for them to say I was wrong. Yeah. Than to gracefully go get out or yeah. you know, or or whatever, or whatever yeah. it is they think that they're doing because like everybody like everybody sees how ridiculous it is yeah everybody sees everybody. how ridiculous it is everybody it, it's just i yeah i uh, how how many problems could be solved if people were just willing to say you know what i fucked up i was wrong right I, you know yeah just like in horror movies. Just like in horror movies. Yeah, just like we keep saying this. There would be no horror movies if people would just go, Michael, <laughs> we've been married for a while and I need you to know that I'm seeing ghosts. And then I, you and then you could say, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I would, it was wrong for me not to tell you I saw ghosts. I've learned right. from my mistake and now I'm telling you. Right. It was wrong for me not to believe that you saw a ghost, a ghost or yeah. something. Let's do something about it. No. And then we just say, you know what we should do? We should get the fuck out of this house. Get the Great. fuck out of this house. Let's do it. But it's like we are. We're we're like the family in American Horror Story, the first chapter. Yeah. It just, just won't fucking leave. Won't because fucking we and bought it, this house and it was a good deal. Right. We can't, God forbid, we would, you know, take a little bit of a hit on the sale and then go get a different house. <laughs> it, no. was, it was, you gotta, fun. you gotta get, it, it's okay. You know, you gotta keep getting fucked by the <laughs> gimp in the pleather suit. Cause I got money in escrow. Cause I got money in escrow. It's worth it. <laughs> it was funny to see, uh, tying into horror movies, how many, sort of like memes or whatever reactions were horror movie related. Mm-hmm. Like you put out almost immediately on, on our pages, um, the, the get out moment from Amityville horror. Dude, that's what we need to do. Yeah. Just like the ghost was get out. The rest of the um, country. I saw Pat Oswalt uh, posted, which I just thought was brilliant. A picture of Sally at the very <laughs> end of Chainsaw. Oh my God. When we finally found out Biden won and it's like her crazed, gleeful, blood covered smile as she drives away. And I was like, we're all Sally. We're all Sally. We are all Sally. Um, and I saw someone say when he refused to leave, uh, was like, <laughs> it was like, hold on everybody. This is, this is the moment where, uh, this is the moment of the horror movie we're in. And it was when Michael Myers. Yes. <laughs> That was me. Yeah. Oh, that was you. Yeah. yeah it's so we're, we're Lori when we think we've killed him. Yes. And he just suddenly sits up. And all you have is a fucking uh, knitting needle. Yeah. It's like there's so many. Like you can do like erotic thrillers from the 90s. You can do like, you know, it's that moment in, in Sleeping with the Enemy where Julia Roberts thinks that she's killed. What's his name? And and then he grabs her foot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, like when the moment they drop the gun, and you're like, "Don't drop the Don't gun!" Don't drop the gun. You need the gun. You need the gun because he's gonna sit up. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. It's, it's uh, there's there's too many. It's it's too many. It's too many horror. Mo- it's like I don't. We are living it. Yeah. We're I'm, living the horror movie. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, it's, it's, and it's like multiple horror movies. Right. Because on top of the, like, Michael Myers popping up, like, we still have this, like, fucking virus. Right. And, and it, yeah, it's just, which is basically like a fucking zombie movie. And it's just, yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's just right. crazy. It's like the sequels of Nightmare where Freddy is not only terrifying, but also has, like, stupid comeback lines. <laughs> Where they decided to make Freddy funny? Yeah, hey, you know what would be funny is if this child molester slash murderer had some quips. <laughs> what? What are you doing? I won bigly. Oh I won God. by a lot. <laughs> um, so basically, we <laughs> we're back. Talk- we're back. Hi, everybody. Terror and tacos. Terror and tacos. Um, and we had sort of decided we were just like, we have to at least talk about what has happened in the past week. 
Yeah, I mean, we've both been watching lots of horror movies because that's like our go-to. So we yeah. kind of, like we kind of have not been able to decide which one to talk about yeah. because there's we've been watching so many and nothing compares to the horror that we're living. Yeah, this like this cannot compete with mm-hmm. with um with with real life. <laughs> uh it's just it's just insane. Yeah. Um, but we did, and this is mm-hmm. not this is hard, it's not really horror at all. But sometimes hey, we did a Godfather episode, we mix it up. Yeah, there are no more rules. Right. But we did both get way into a German television series called Barbarians. Yeah. You um, told me to watch it, and I did, and yeah. I watched it in one sitting. Yeah, and so you watched it in one sitting. I watched it in two, and now I have already started over with Aspen, and we're three in. I'm going to start over because John didn't get to watch it, so it's, I'm super. I'm super excited. It's, it's so this great. is my this is my new thing, Michael. Like on top of on top of talking about this series, which is excellent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, my new thing. Sorry, I dropped something. Um, my new thing is the, the great thing about Netflix right now, like there's a lot of shitty things about the world and there's even a lot of shitty things about streaming. There's so much content. You just can't tell what you're going to watch. Mm-hmm. But one of the great things about, about Netflix is that there's so much available right now from around the globe. Yeah. And, and so much, like so much stuff in a different language. Mm-hmm. And like, you should go watch something in a different language. No, pick a language. It doesn't matter. Doesn't, yeah. It's, it's so good for you. And like, I can't even begin to tell you why, but I know it innately. <laughs> I know uh, yeah, innately I, that just, just watching something from another culture in another language makes you a better person. I, I agree. And I think in, in addition to, and it is, you're right. Like there's so much stuff from, from all over the world um, on Netflix and, and Amazon. And I do think, and we talked a little bit about this before when we've just talked about movies, foreign language movies that we're into horror movies that we're into. Um, but it is, it's, you know, look, American, obviously American popular culture has a huge has had a huge influence on um, a lot of filmmakers and television makers all over the world. That there's just no way around that. Mm-hmm. That said, <laughs> you can still see huge cultural and stylistic differences um, when you watch shows from different countries. Like right. They, yes, there are obviously things that are recognizable, and I don't even necessarily think that's just because American TV is everywhere. I think there are things we just share innately. Yeah. But um, there are different, like, there are very specific, like, if you, like, you know, if you watch enough French television, you start to see things that the French do that we would never do right. on American television. Right. And the same with... The Germans, Mexicans, mm-hmm. Spanish, absolutely. Italian, the Japanese, the Japanese, the, um, the Scandies, all. Yeah, you know, of course, everybody they have their own thing. Yeah, it's so interesting, and you begin hope, and hopefully, what it does when you begin to connect those dots, and you begin to see, oh, I keep seeing this as a pattern in this type of show from this country or whatever. Mm-hmm. It makes you go. What is it about that culture or what is it about this country that this is such an important thing that I need to see? Yeah. And hopefully, then hopefully it makes you curious and you go and you find out. And then you and then you learn something. And you learn something, God forbid. God forbid you learn something. I I saw a really interesting, and it's not, it wasn't a movie, but I I texted you about it. There are new episodes of Unsolved Mysteries, by the way. Right, which I had forgotten, so I need to get back in. Yeah. And there's there's one uh, about the tsunami in Japan that happened in 2011. Oh, shit. And it's all in Japanese. That's and, cool. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's all about, event, but that's it, cool. and you, you learn about Japanese culture and their relationship to ghosts okay. and, and death. Right. And it's all in Japanese and it's really, really, really cool. It's really like, it's just really interesting to see how, how the culture deals with people who literally say, I, I see ghosts. There are right. ghosts. And then know? that would be um, treated very differently than someone who would say that here. Right. Um, exactly. And then it may, like it makes a lot of sense because I don't like I don't know if you 
I, I don't know why you would know or why anybody who's not Hispanic or Mexican would know, but it's, there's, there's a, there's a thing that's happening in Japan right now that is like, they really, there's a subset of the culture or something that really loves Cholo. Yeah. Culture. I actually did know that. I think you only, I think you had posted something about. Yeah. Like they're, they love Cholo culture and they dress like Cholos and they like Mexican music and, and, and there's like Japanese cumbia bands and all this kind of stuff, which is really, was always really odd to me. I'm like, why? It's, yeah, how did that happen? How did that happen? Well, watching this show and seeing what what their culture's relationship is to, to death and spirituality, it's actually very similar to Mexican culture's relationship to death and spirituality. So there's got to be something so, there about how the two cultures approach is it just Life? the idea that, that that sort of ghosts and things like that are just part of life? Yeah. I mean, yeah. death is inevitable. Death is the the thing that you can count on. Right. And that it's not it's not a thing to be afraid of. Right. It's it's just a thing that exists. exists. And it's it's not good or bad. It's just exists. Mm-hmm. And that when the 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 veil between this life and whatever is on the other side is very very thin and that some people can sense it and some people can't right. and that and that those things do not have to have to like science and that right or whatever religion you choose to follow or whatever and 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 that belief they are not at odds with each other actually you know like the the thing about mexico is like it's a very catholic country sure um but it's also very pagan like the catholicism yeah. is very rooted in paganism and pre-columbian mythology and actually catholicism in mexico has adapted to include pre-Columbian mythology, not the other way around. Not the other way around, yeah. Because the Catholics were smart and said, this is how we're going to get buy-in, right? Yeah, I I mean, I think, you know, and I know we've brought it up before, but it's, it's, when you talk about, it's kind of weird to talk about successful conquerors, um, but but there are, there have been in the world. Yeah. Um, And I mean, you look at the Catholic Church, um, they were able to do that. And that's why I think you have elements of Catholicism in Mexico that are different than they would be in Italy, that are different than they would be in, which is different than Spain, which is very different than Ireland. Right. Um, And, uh, you know, I mean, you look at Rome, since we're talking about barbarians, ostensibly, you look at Rome and what they were able to do. I mean, God, especially with the Greeks. I mean, they were just like, well, fuck it. We're just going to take all of your shit. They just borrowed. They I just love, borrowed. and I love that episode in Barbarians where yeah. he says that, you know, that he's talking to. Okay, so let's talk about Barbarians yeah. on Netflix. Uh, German. You might spoil some things, so just yeah. be careful. German show. It's mm-hmm. six episodes, the first season, six yeah. episodes. And it is totally, I don't want anyone to think that I sat on my fat ass for like two months, like straight. It is totally bingeable. Like it is totally like if you absolutely. have a day, you can absolutely binge it in one day. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck it. People can think what they want of me. Um, anyway, um, the great, one of the great things, one of the big selling points for me about this show was that it, it is in German. Mm-hmm. And in Latin, yeah, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, and the Romans, the Romans, for the most part, um, the leads at least, the lead Romans, uh, only speak Latin. Mm-hmm. And in the the most important of those roles, they cast Italians, right? And they they you know, I'm not saying like there's one guy that has to go back and forth between right. German and Latin constantly. But that's important to the story. That's important to the story. But but the main Romans, like who are the villains of this, but not like, I mean, there's a lot of complexity going on, but they cast Italian actors um, to play the Romans. And it's not that Latin and Italian are exactly the same, but... But it is a Romance language, and we de- it's yes. derived from Latin. From from Latin. And, and Italian and Latin are, in a lot of cases, extremely close. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, it is, Rome is now part of Italy. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and, and you can just tell that these actors have an absolute grasp on that. Um, and it creates an awesome fucking, like, 
counter to to all to the German tribes. Right. Um, it, it is. I thought it was at first. I was like, "This is blowing my mind," and then I was like, "Well, of course! Like, what a smart move! Mm-hmm. Both of these fucking countries are in the EU, so right. why wouldn't you employ? Why wouldn't you say, "Hey, there's a really good good Italian actor. Let's get him yeah. instead of forcing a German actor who may have." no connection to not only Latin, but a romance language. Um, and and it's like what we, like I was saying to you, I was like, when we cast people as Germans, we're just like, I don't know, just speak English with a weird German accent. Right. And and they didn't do that. They, and it's, and the languages are such a huge, it's so think, important, huge part of the show. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it is, it is so important to hear both of those like super different, different languages yeah. being spoken in, in the same scene. In the same scenes. And, and I, yeah, I, I just, I loved that. Um, and I also just from like a super nerd perspective, you are essentially, I mean, granted, both Latin and German came, you know, grew out of other things, but you're essentially looking at the two root languages mm-hmm. that gave rise to the bulk of languages in Western Europe. Yeah. I mean, you have the root of the Romance languages and you have the root of the Germanic languages. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, know, English is Teutonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so, uh, it, it's so, I, I just think it's, I just think it's, fuck, I just thought it was such a great choice to, to do that. Right. And, and um, yeah, among many other great choices. Well, that, you made mention something else that you said that really struck me as I started to watch the show, you made mention of it early. You said that you wonder if, if in order for, for German people to show like German pride, uh-huh. right. They have to go way, 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 way back yeah. to that, to the Roman empire to show a kind of German pride without it being misconstrued. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't have proof of that. I mean, I have read. Many, no, it was just a question. Yeah. I mean, and I have read several pieces over the years on, um, I mean, even like very sort of like things that seem, you know, mundane, but that, that I've read articles that during the world cup is one of the few times um, that a lot of Germans will like fly their German flags and do all that. It's a, weird fucking thing. Yeah. Um, that shit wasn't that long ago. Right. Uh, right. When you're talking about Nazi Germany. And so they are sort of in cultural, at least like sort of the de facto evil, right? Um, we compare almost all evil <clears throat> to Nazism. Right. And so, but if you go back a thousand years plus, yeah, they were this little band of like upstarts who had a huge part in bringing down what was an evil fucking empire. <laughs> right, right. It's so weird, like, I, because it made me think about, I, back in the day when I first got to Dallas, and I worked briefly at in the costume shop at the Dallas Opera. Um, I was a lowly stitcher. And one of my colleagues there, one of my coworkers, Wendy Schmidt was her name, um, and beautiful, tall German of German heritage, right? She was American, but of German heritage. And she like very vocally would say that she hated being German and that her family was not proud of being German. And I could not, I could not in my youth and in my naivete could not understand that. I was like, but you know, there's lots of things to be proud of, I'm sure. And she was like, nope, None whatsoever. I claim my my British heritage, but I hate that I'm German. I hate my name, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I don't know enough Germans to, to make, but it, it, I do. It is you are talking about people who people are still alive. I mean, yeah. it's not historically speaking. It was yesterday. Like um, there are still people alive on both sides. Like and yeah. so this does seem um, cause I have watched, you know, I've, I've gone like bizarrely gotten bizarrely into German television lately. Uh, cause I watched all of dark, all mm-hmm. three seasons, which I absolutely loved. Um, and there's a lot of like time jumps in, in dark, but when they go back to the eighties and then go back to the fifties in dark, which they do, 
it is, they make it very clear that they are in West, in West Germany. Uh-huh. And it allows them to, at the very least, not have to make this show, which isn't about that at all, right. about what the fuck was going on in that right. country, you know? Um, and you never see it during World War II. They never, it's either like way, way, way the fuck back or after World War II. Yeah, um, yeah. I also I also have a friend that went to high school in Germany when his dad was stationed in Germany and their their history, their history books on World War Two. Like it's like this. It's like two pages because they don't they're They have like they're very strict about like and they don't like they don't tolerate any kind of like super fascist talk like no. those people get super made fun of and stamped out immediately symbolism and- or yeah they don't but they also don't want to like no we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that right and so this is i think uh, yeah again i mean this is conjecture but it, this is very sort of germanic um you are meant to root for the germans mm-hmm. they are getting shit upon mm-hmm. by Rome in this. And so it's a, it's an interesting, I think an interesting way to view it. And at that at at the same time, I think the show does a, a really effective job of making everyone flawed. Yeah. And um, it's important to note also that these German characters that we're talking about, they actually exist. Like yeah. I, I went and after I got hooked, I was like, I want to know if this woman actually existed. Yeah, like this Nelda. This Nelda. In and she, boy, yeah. With Falkwin Wolfspear. Falkwin Wolfspear. <laughs> Dude, I, come on. That is the coolest fucking name ever. Uh, I was like, come on. Did they make up that name? <laughs> Falkwin Wolfspear. Yeah, it's fuck, and it's not even, what's crazy is it's not even spear like a throwing spear. It is like peer of a wolf. Yeah. Like, that's like, this fuck. dude's a wolf. This dude is a like, wolf. folk. Yeah. Which means people, people, right? He's like wolf people. Yeah. <laughs> like, awesome, man. That's his fucking name. It's wow. so fucking cool. It's and awesome. it's just so amazingly complicated. It's so, the, the whole thing is, is like so wonderfully complicated. Like, yeah. I, so it's, it's not super hard to tell what's going to happen once Ari comes back. Like, it's sure. not super hard you know that Ari is going to end up being yeah to to sort of fight the good fight right um but it is a cool cool twist it's great and I and I and it it is and it's recognizable like for anyone who has seen I mean fucking Braveheart or whatever yeah something like that it is it is very much about this like look we have a culture that is that that shares a language and and customs they share gods yeah but they are by no means unified. Not like, at these all. Are just like hundreds of different clans. Um, and and you know, I think it happened in Scotland and Ireland. And when the when the empire comes, like yeah. your only option is either to become subservient or to finally start to try to put away whatever shit you have between you at least to unify enough to try to fight this like insanely powerful force man it sounds so familiar <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, weird God, weird it sounds like or like something that is just happening outside my window yeah, it's like uh, maybe the progressives and the moderates can calm down just for a minute I know yeah. we don't all agree, but exactly. like, let's it's get like, rid of this shitty Roman governor and all. I know. Like, and I know I'm kind of like, and I live with a socialist. Sure. So I'm kind of like, can we just agree on this one thing right just, now? At least for now. At least just for, for now. Just for the next two weeks. And then we can continue to fight after we, we, um, we, we take down fucking Caligula. Oh yeah, seriously. And um, so another thing, like when, you know, if you go back to like talking about like what you learn culturally and look, I am not pretending like I'm an expert on German culture. I have never been to Germany. (laughs) (laughs) I have just binged two kick-ass German shows. (laughs) But there is one thing that they distinctly have in common. Both of these shows, one, which is like a crazy time travel sci-fi drama. Yeah. 
And then one that is like set in historical. It's absolutely just like a historical like drama. Nine AD or some shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, BCE um, and uh, uh, CE. Anyway, I'm babbling. They both have moments where there is a legitimate monologue of a character laying out how all things end, how the stars end and the trees end. And I am fascinated because they, along with, because they share essentially the Norse gods. Some of them just have different German names. Some of them Mm -hmm. have the same. But they are one of only a few, especially in the West, um, pantheons or spiritual beliefs that absolutely believe their gods will die. And I think that informs so much of their storytelling and a lot of German philosophy. If you are in a world or a culture in which even immortals are not actually immortal, like it just does something. Um, There is no belief that these people in the sky will live forever. They're like, the wolf will swallow the world. Odin will die. Thor will die. They will all die. And it's, it's fucking weird, Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. love it. <laughs> it's, it's bleak as shit. It is bleak as shit. But also kind of like, fuck it. Yes. So we might as well live our best life. Yeah. So we need to do what we're going to do here. Do it now. Do it now. And I mean, and they still, you know, they have like, they're very, they adhere very much to the like gods and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that. And I think they do a really interesting thing on the show where they show how similar actually, like I'm going to pray to whoever to help mm-hmm. me fight the Romans, cut to the Romans praying to Mars right. to help them fight. You know, it's just this, I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah. But it is like really, it it is really telling that, you know, they are very observant, even though they have these beliefs where it's like Odin will die, Thor will die, uh, you know, all that stuff. It's very telling that on the other side of that, the Romans who just kind of borrowed Greek gods. Their, their, the Greek gods, right? Mm-hmm. To the Romans, it's it's for show kind of because yeah. they don't really I feel like they don't really believe it. Like, you know, when when in that one episode where they're hiding out in the land of death. Uh-huh. right? And and I mean, you approach that place with solemnity. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody in the Germanic tribes is like, that's the last place you can go because nobody will go there. Right. Right. You can hide there because that place is sacred. Right. But the Romans and even the Roman soldiers are just kind of like, fuck it. We're going to go in here like we yeah. don't care. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I think you see Ari's treatment of Mars is serious. Mm-hmm. But Ari has a different hair background. Well, let's just say it. I mean, so it's like it's these German tribes. Right. They're kind of warring. We know that the Roman Empire is in encroaching upon them has encroached upon them they are demanding way more cattle they're demanding way more grain there's no way that these romans i mean that these german tribes will ever be able to pay the 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 roman governor varus yeah the the tribute right? right and in this one tribe like the one that we're following following the clan the cherutki cherutki um we have the Reich, who's like the leader of this clan. And then you have like the little toady guy who says, Nulda's fuck that guy. father, and I fucking hate him and yeah, his fucking ass-faced shit. wife. He's a piece yeah. of shit. But anyway. And his wife sucks too, man. His wife sucks too, exactly. <laughs> and, and so then she has been promised to like the Reich of another, of another clan. But mm-hmm. she's actually in love with folk. Folkwin Wolfspear. Of course. Right? And he's not he's not royal, like of royal blood. Right. He is literally a sword bearer, which yeah, means he's, he's yeah. a guard. Mm-hmm. But that makes him fucking badass, right? So badass. I fucking love that guy. Right. And Fesnulda's also fucking awesome. Oh man. my she, god. She like dude. she just doesn't keep her mind. I mean, she is so goddamn it. Yeah. I fucking love her. Yeah. And I mean and, she's you know, you meet her and she's basically being sold. Yeah, she's being sold to this other guy. Yeah. And there's talk that she has the gift. There's talk that right. she is favored by the God. And you never quite learn whether that's true. This is what I love about it, is that yeah. you never quite learn 
whether that's true or not, but you do know that she knows that that's what people say about her. Right. So she's like, I'm going to take advantage of this. Yes. People, people say that I have the gift of the gods. Okay. Then listen to me when I talk. Yeah. And I do think Um, there's, Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I also do think there's that one great scene with the fucking badass witch in the woods. Oh, my God. And she kind of tells this Nelda, like, you don't, you can say this all you want, but like, you haven't given up shit. Oh, that's right. And that's like, right. it's kind of like she has a moment later where she's like, well, crap, man, do I, do I want this gift? And if I do, what do I have to give to get it? Um, man, which is cool. <laughs> and you go, Oh fuck, she did it. But then when you see her in battle, I'm oh like, God. can I just dress like this every All day the time. of my life? I want to dress like her. Like I'm going to start doing my eye makeup like her. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, is that, you know, the, the, her, her, not her father, but the Reich of her clan wants to keep them safe, wants to yeah. keep the people safe. Of course they That's do. And so is, yeah. the, the governor comes into their little clan place, their little area village, and says, you got to give me this, the, the goats and you got to give me all the grain. And he's like, we don't have any more. And he was like, all right, then we're going to take such and such. Yeah. And she's, oh, she says, you got he, you got to kneel down and kiss our standard. Because to the Romans, this fucking eagle, the golden eagle standard is like the most important thing in yeah. the world for some reason. Because they're dicks. Because um, they're dicks. And I already knew that, but I was like, that's what he's going to have to do. And so all the people are standing around going like, oh, shit, is our right going to get on his knees and kiss right. the standard? Because that's like bitch shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The, the the Roman guy extends the standard and Thesnilda goes, fuck this bullshit. And she attacks yeah. the Roman guy. It's fucking awesome. Right. And the Roman grabs her by the hair and starts dragging her. And her little brother jumps up and bites the Roman soldier. Yeah. And the Roman soldier hits the little brother who's like, what, nine? Yeah. Or I mean, 10? Yeah. Nine, with, nine, his, nine. with his sword. And he gets injured and he doesn't die, but he does afterwards, you know, he is um, disabled, I guess. Uh, like yeah, he, I mean, he, he, yeah, like he really has suffered. He's compromised. Brain damage. Yeah, yeah, he has right. suffered brain damage and he's compromised and he, you know, and so that's what the witch is talking about when she says he's given up something. Yeah. Because the little boy actually. Can, now can see. <laughs> can see. He has like second sight or something. Yeah. And the witch says, yeah, but it's because he gave up a thing. What yeah. have you given up? What have you given up? And I mean, this even goes back to their crazy, like, we. I shouldn't say crazy. That's wrong. But even their, their very different system of gods. Yeah. When they talk about Odin, and, and this is in, this is like heavily ingrained in Norse mythology, and then I guess Germanic mythology. I think you like Norse mythology too much, Michael. It's We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to um, talk about that. Keep going. That, I'm sorry. Even Odin, who is the, 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 the leader of the gods, right? And they mm-hmm. called him all father. In order to get the gift of sight, he had to pluck out his own fucking eye. Right. That's right. why Odin has one eye. And then in another story had to hang upside down for days, which is what the card in a tarot deck, the hanging man is based on. And so like, right. even their gods are like, you don't know, you don't get that. You don't get to just see the future. No, you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. So you have a one eyed mm-hmm. fucking God who took his own eye. Like it's hardcore, man. <laughs> right. You know, it's funny because like Aztec gods are the same way. Like you don't just, you don't just get to be, you want to be a God, then you you have to flay your skin. You got to do some shit. Yeah. You want to be a God, then you got to jump in the fire and and, and be, and be burnt. Like that's, that's hardcore. It is hardcore. And I'm not necessarily smart enough. I mean, I know I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough about all of these religions, but to me, there is something about like groups of people who are like really having to fight to survive sure having gods that have to do the same as opposed to um a pantheon of of a group that of doesn't in, of indifferent gods of indifferent gods or gods who like to play jokes right you know right. i mean Gosh, i wonder what that's about half of greek mythology is gods just being jackass yeah being you know? dicks coming down and like raping ladies or like yeah, taking your wife or you know whatever yeah. playing a trick on you or them fighting over some shit that then makes your life hell 
Right. Like it's, it, it's also, I mean, I know we're way off topic. Everyone watch barbarians. It kicks ass. Yeah. It really does kick ass. But there are moments in, in the Bible, in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the Bible as well. Like if you look at Job, um, where the devil is like, I don't know, man, of course, Job loves you. You gave him all this shit. And then right. God's like, you know what? You're right, dog. I'm going to take all this shit from him. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's so funny. And it's like, when does that, when does that happen? Because it's like, it seems to me like, you know, er, early on, at least in like Judeo Christian religion, right? Early on, like if God is kind of a real life, like a real thing, you know, like God walks next to you Mm -hmm. in the garden. Right. And you like, you actually talk to him. And then later on, it starts getting more vague and vague and farther and farther away. away. And God is more like an idea or God is like the wind in the trees or whatever. And it seems to me that as human beings, brains became fattier, Right our understanding of our place in the world grew. And Mm -hmm. so our relationship to God got farther Farther away, away. but we still needed God. So of course you're going to worship a God that suffers like you. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. I think, I do think that's part of it. And then I also think, I think some of it also is to like with Job and is to explain that, like, I don't, you know, the whole like it's God's will thing, like suffering is part of God's will and it shouldn't keep you from still believing or I don't fucking know. Um, this is why I believe in nothing. I believe um, in nothing. But um, yeah, I, I just I just find this show fascinating. And on top of all of this, dude, everyone can get it. Everyone on this show can get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. They are there. And, and at the same time, they look like real people. Yes. Yeah. And I, I texted you the IMDb page of all the German actors. They just look like teenagers from the 80s. Yeah. I love. Like, I was I like, would, what I wonder the hell? if, like, is like that the fashion now over there? Are they like I don't know. Yeah, they're they're always like a little strange in their fashions in yeah. Germany. And they they do. They look like like you said, eighties yearbook shots. Yeah, and everybody. I mean, every like now that I've been like reading a little bit more about it, it's like everybody. Of course, the guy who plays Folkwin is he's gorge. I mean, he's like amazing in real life, good, in real life and yeah. in the show. Like and in he's the show, yeah. he's good looking. But I have a thing for like the guy who plays Arminius. Like I really he, like that guy. And he looks he looks. Like yeah. a person. He looks like a person who yeah. who, who has worked out. Um, but also right. he's supposed to be a badass Roman soldier. Like, of course he's in shape. Yeah, right. and I think I mean Fisnelda is absurd. Um <laughs> like, <laughs> she is absurdly hot. What is happening? She um, is absurdly hot, so, and yet somehow looks like a person. Yes, like yes, absolutely. Um, especially when she's just like in the village and not in like, yeah, she yeah. hasn't had like plastic surgery done yeah. or anything. Like I was reading this thing the other day where it's like the, you know, the, those two supermodels, the Hadid sisters, Gigi mm-hmm. and Bella Hadid, who are supposed to be the most perfect, according to like the golden mean. Okay. They're supposed to be the most perfect human specimens of womanhood in the world. Like okay. if you, if you measure their facial right. features or whatever, and I'm like, they're okay. I mean, they're, I'm not going to say they're not beautiful. They're okay, but they're not also not real. I mean, like right. they've had so much surgery and no shade. They're models. It's their job. It's like, their to, job. you know, whatever. So I'm not saying I'm not throwing shade at them or whatever. Um, but this girl is like natural. She looks like a girl who has it's worked out. She's like a normal human being who got fit to play a fucking awesome Germanic warrior. Yeah. Yeah. And in I, a show. And like, they're all really good. And like the thing I love, cause we were both sort of talking to Parker. Uh, She's hot without an eye. Dude, come on, man. So <laughs> hot. Maybe hotter. I don't know. I can't. Um, but we were both talking to Parker <laughs> online, the great Parker Gray, who was like looking for something to watch. And like, there's great story. There are great themes and all that. Also, there's just some like kick-ass fighting and shit. Oh my God. Just, oh know. my God. 
that first scene, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting, but no, that I, scene where they, they, the, the Romans come in and, and they force Armenius to kill that one Reich. Yeah. To behead him. Dude. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I just want to see what the violence is like. Cause usually I kind of shy away from that shit, but I was like, I'm going to watch it so mm-hmm. I can see what the violence is like. They do not fucking play. No. They, they did re- not come to play. No, they really, they really didn't. And, and it's it, when I was trying, when I was telling Aspen about it before she started watching it and now she's like super all in, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it has elements of like Rome from HBO. Right. But it's, and it's just like a hint of Game of Thrones, just like a hint. Right. Um, but the, the quote unquote magic or supernatural elements you don't really know if they're, it's just like these people fully believe. That's what they believe. That's what they believe. It's not like Game of Thrones where it's like, there's a fucking dragon and then that warlock can disappear or whatever. It's not that kind of thing. No. Um, It's just. And it's, it's what I love about it. Me too. It's what I fucking love about it because like the, the badass witch that lives in the woods, Mm -hmm. like she plays a major part in in the show Mm -hmm. and you know she is she she says she says things that happen and she's Mm -hmm. wise but she's not like it's like i said before people say that fesnilda has the 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 sight the the, the sight but even she doesn't know she's just kind of like speaking from a place of instinct and intuition or like there's also that really great scene where Folkwin and Desnolda go to that one clan to ask for their help after they've kind of been like thrown out right Mm -hmm. and uh he's Folkwin starts talking and just there's there's a there's a thunderstorm happening and he says a particular thing and then like thunder happens Mm -hmm. and they both look at each other like hey (laughs) this this could work in our favor yeah Let's and use this. Yeah. Let's use this. And then all the people are like, oh shit. Oh shit. You know, like Thor is is on her side. Is on yeah. her side because listen, there's thunder. There's thunder. And like, yeah, there's some great. I mean, I I love how they treat that. And like the the badass witch in the woods, yeah, she's wise and she has really great intuition. You know, the other thing she figured out, she knows how to heal people. Right. Like that's her that's her true gift. Right. And I think they do. Which you know blew people's fucking minds, <laughs> right? Right. And I think they do. She knows what plant does what exactly, and I, uh, which is what makes her a witch or whatever. And I think they do a really interesting thing where they they counteract that with the science, like the legitimate science that has advanced in Rome. Mm-hmm. And so you know they have that conversation about the stars and what right. the stars are, and you see this very like very old ancient belief system versus Rome, which in our terms is still very old and ancient and not quite there, but has started to move towards actual astronomy. Yeah. The first thing you see is, is a, he has a, a, an hourglass and he gives it to, to, to one of them and they look at it like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, you can tell time with that. Right. And so there's this really... I don't know. I just find that it's really cool. I mean, like it's really cool the way that's written because it's like that, that whole thing is double fold. I mean, it's, it's him making a very pointed statement to this other character Mm -hmm. about time. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And what it means to them. Right. Right. But also it lets us as an audience see this thing that you're talking about where one culture is kind of still behind another culture. Yeah, technologically speaking. Technologically speaking. Yeah. Um, it's a really great show. It's so well written. The pace, it moves yeah. really amazingly. I mean, the, it's not boring. It's not it's one like, second. Boom, you're in. Yeah. Um, and, and it's and beautiful to watch. Beautiful to watch. You have some really nice, um, I think the three main characters are fantastic, but I think you have some really nice supporting characters as well um i find you know german fascinating uh because i think it is the most recognizable language to english i mean there are i think there are some lines that are obviously they're speaking in german but they are english like yeah yeah um, i mean just like the latin like there's certain things that were being said in latin that i was like oh that means this of of course right and i think yeah 
Um, so you get to do it with both of those. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do, you know, I also love the word that craft in German means like strength. Since we always, when we talk about acting, like you got to work on your craft, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny. Um, so I don't know. Go watch Barbarians. Yeah. Go kick Trump out of office. I don't, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's more relevant to what's happening <laughs> right now and more relevant to Terror and Tacos than we're actually making it out to be. It's really great. The other thing that I started watching because it's been on my list because I also like like romantic period pieces is The Spanish Princess. And I've it's heard that, Is that Stars? Yeah. Okay, I've heard that's and really good. It is. It is good. And one of the things that's super cool about it is that this is a British production, but it's like just it's just cast however they cast it. Mm-hmm. And to hear the Spaniards like actually speak Spanish and they're not all of them are Spaniards. There are Spanish actors like the woman who plays um, Queen Isabella, who's a fucking badass in this mm-hmm. is this. She's a Spaniard. Uh, the the woman who plays uh, Catherine, I think, is British, but you she speaks Spanish in it. Mm-hmm. And some of the other actors who are playing Spaniards also speak Spanish in it and really, really, really well. And um, it's just cool. It's cool that they're not faking it, right? It's cool that that um, yeah. yeah that I hope I hope that's where we're getting. Um, I hope know, so too. Like it's and you and I have said this a million times on this show. Uh, reading subtitles, you know, as long as you can. Like we had to wait on a couple shows because Aspen needed new glasses, so that's where mm-hmm. we were at. But she got them. Um, and and it, it's yeah, man. It's just. It's it's fine. It's it's not that hard, and it's not the end of the world, and it's really interesting, and you still get their actual performances instead of right. like your dub. Right. Um, it's more than fine. It's, it's better. I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, I hope you know. And look, this isn't this isn't that new of an idea, even here. I mean, fucking Coppola made half of Godfather two in Italian. Right. And it, it's like it just helps you to remember that you're not in a fucking bubble. We are not the center of the world. Yeah. Like our totally false made up world maps tell right. us that we are. Like we are not the center of the world. I mean, it's so funny. Like I remember ha- I had a friend in college and we were, I was listening to some like rock from Mexico, from Mexico City, punk rock. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually like very prevalent in Mexico was huge goth and punk in Mexico is huge. huge. And I was listening to some punk rock in Mexico from Mexico. And my friend like started laughing and he was like, Oh, that's so funny. And I'm like, what's what, what do you mean? Funny. And they're like, well, you know that they're, they're trying to sing. They're trying to be American. And I was like, one, one, <laughs> Punk rock is not American. Not at all. <laughs> it's it started in 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 England and Germany. And Germany, yeah. Germany. But also you think rock is just American? Like there's rock and roll everywhere. There's TV everywhere. everywhere yeah. There are movies everywhere. They're not trying to emulate us. No. They have their own stories. Yeah. And, and you I, are not we are not the center of the world. No, and I think um Part of the huge problem is, is they, you know, we mark, like we do center shit everywhere. And also like, look, you know, you, you are somewhat of a, not a total rarity, but like you're completely fluent in two languages. Most people here are fucking lazy like me and aren't. Whereas over there, dude, a lot of of them speak multiple languages. And so they... Yes, they watch American shit because they speak English, but also the French will watch German shit. You know, all that. Like, right. we're the only ones who are like, yeah, oh, fuck off, man. We stole punk. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy because even politically, as fucked up as it is, even politically, other countries, like countries in Latin America, are way more progressive than we are. Like, they've been putting up with this shit far longer than we have. Yeah. So, like, yeah. to them, this is like nothing. Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, you guys have an asshole that you got to bring down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been there. Um, join the club. Hold my beer. Uh, cool. All right. Well, go, yeah, go watch Barbarians. Go watch other shows that aren't in English or, or whatever. Um, yeah. Also, like, I have an idea. Like, if, if anybody out there who listens to the show wants us to watch a horror movie and talk about it, 
let us know. Like yeah. we will totally do it because it's, it's one of those things right now. I'll be honest that I've been so inundated with what's going on in the world that I will just turn on whatever horror movie. And yeah. so it's like, it's too, it's a little, sometimes it gets to be a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, so yeah, and, then I, and then I don't know which one I want to talk about. To watch. So yeah, give us some suggestions. I mean, also we're recording this on Friday the 13th. Um, but I just was like, I don't want to talk about Friday the 13th movies. I know, me neither. Just you, but you know that the last time, the last time that shit was normal in the world, normal, right? Air quotes, was March 13th. And that was a Friday. Really? Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe this, maybe maybe this, this Friday, maybe this is a sign. Um, I God, I hope so. Um, yeah. Dan Rather tweeted last night. Best friend. Dan I mean, Rather. Dan Rather, my best friend, Dan Rather. Mm-hmm. Like he just said, dude, you lost. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Man. Oh, I fucking love him. <laughs> I do too. Um, I do too. All right. Well, we'll, yeah. Give us suggestions. We'll figure out something to watch. Uh, we'll make it happen, but uh, yeah. Cool. Go watch Barbarians. Talk to you all soon. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.